Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. and welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm always Selena. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the voices and the authors behind Fierce Marriage, which is a blog, fiercemarriage.com. Mm-hmm. It's also this podcast and, and a, f- a book. A book. <laughs> a, a book. Fiercemarriagebook.com. Yes, it is fiercemarriagebook.com. We have a book coming out in two weeks. Two I can't weeks. believe that. Uh, it's, it's honestly, you guys, it has taken us years to get to this like two weeks beforehand. Yes. And pray for us. Cause I feel like two weeks before anything we like do, that's kind of big it's sickness been, hits, it's just massive cars break down, houses blow up, things like that. Everything but the house blowing up <laughs> has actually happened. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's been a, and we spent like years writing this book. Anyway, it's finally coming out. So yeah. Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the fierce marriage yes. ecosystem. <laughs> Thank you for putting us in your ears today. We I have don't a, like how you say that. <laughs> You just love when I whisper. No, <laughs> you know how I feel about things like ears and earwax. <laughs> That's what I think. It's a of. natural part of the body. <laughs> Yuck. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, today we're going to be talking about how to fight well. In other words, I think the title we're working with, you will know by the time you download this, something about <laughs> fighting naked. Mm. And there's a fun uh, history behind the, the phrase <laughs> "fighting naked." You can probably imagine. <laughs> what that history is. But yeah, we'll be talking about that and just give you some real tangible ways to identify, I think, the type of argument that you are in um, so that hopefully you can communicate in a way that's more constructive and more uh, geared toward reconciliation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's coming up. But first, uh, we like to do this thing called a heart check. Uh, which oh, is, you're going to do that today? Are we going to do highs and lows? <laughs> I didn't I didn't come prepared for a heart check. Well, this is this will be good. It'll be actually what's in your heart and not some <laughs> phony answer. Not some phony? <laughs> my answers are not phony. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Genuine over here. Old genuine Authentic. just riding that pony. Authentic. <laughs> no phony answers. <laughs> anyway, anyway. You can go ahead and start us off if you want. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know what a heart check is, we ask three questions. What book is in your hand? What voice is in your ear? And what is stirring? in your heart and essentially that just helps us kind of stay in touch uh, on a deeper level with each other we mm-hmm. ask this we ask this of each other kind of off grid as well anyway what book is in my hand i've actually put a book down recently and this mm. is something that is kind of taboo uh but it's an elephant in the room because sometimes i feel this like this obligation to books like if you pick it up you're committing to it and if you start reading it you got to finish it and i've recently just got to the point where like hey if i'm not enjoying a book i put it down I think you need you to give do it, that. You do you. <laughs> give it at least two or three chapters. But two anyway. or three, man. I had to trudge through one for like hundred pages, but it's well worth it. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah, well, I don't have that much fortitude. <laughs> so I was reading Tom Swift and the Jet Marine, which is like a, a kids book that from like the sixties, and I was enjoying. It. It's kind of a whimsical sort of read. I got you that as a gift, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I got like in chapter five, and I was just like, "This is this is fun," but I just don't have the time. <laughs> I, I'd rather play with my daughters and, you know, not be reading that or feel obligated to read it. So I'm going to pick up the book that you got me. It's called, uh, what is it? Something like a Narnian. 
Living like a Narnian. Living like a Narnian, which is, it'll be fun. A Noonian. Um, so anyway, I've not been reading a lot because we're getting ready for the for this book launch, and mm-hmm. I've been very, very busy and trying to catch up on sleep and also was a little bit sick. Again, I think it's allergies. Anyway, so what voice is in my ear? Um, once again, uh, I've been listening to the uh, Knowing Faith podcast by the Village Church. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. They tackle some really uh, kind of complex issues in ways that are relatable. Um, and what is stirring in your heart? What is stirring in my heart? Um, gosh, just how much I love my wife. <laughs> She's not paying attention right now. I am. I'm trying to <laughs> find a quote that I was so struck by in the book that I was reading, but it's fine. Okay. Uh, anyway, I yeah, we're just getting ready for this book launch, you guys. And we really care about the, the words that uh, we felt compelled to write. Clearly, we wrote them. They made it into the book. And we really hope it's going to help some people. So we've just been um, gearing up for that, like I said, two weeks out. So, yeah, not much news there, I guess. So, Selena, your turn, whether you're ready or not. What- I know. Well, I am still reading the book Christy by Catherine Marshall. Um, it is one of the best loved of all American novels, I guess. Apparently. That's what it says on the cover. It does. It's an old <laughs> book for sure. It's an old, I would call it a classic in some ways. Um, but my friend Beth, uh, she's a great resource for all things books and I feel like podcasts related and whatnot. She's just a very brilliant mind. And I know you're listening, Beth. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> I, so anyways. Make it quick, Freddie. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so there's just this one... So Christy in here, she's just struggling with, like, she just wants to fix things that she's, she's coming to this mountain town on as a missionary, sort of a missionary teacher, and she wants to fix things. And so then she, there's this character, Miss Alice Henderson, who is just like solid, right? And she's, her question to her, like, she's like, I just watch, I just watch Miss Henderson. And to her, like, God is enough. Like, she doesn't she's just so resolved and she's like, I don't understand how is God enough in this situation when these people have desperate need of things like shoes and clothing and food and, um, you know, so Christie's wondering how is God enough? Yeah. How is, how is Miss, yeah. How is Miss Alice's attitude and heart? Um, what do we say? The heart, how your heart, what you're trying to say, (laughs) the, the the heart orientation, heart orientation is just so anchored in God and you can see it on every level. And so that was just, it's so assuring to see these questions asked again, because I don't know, it's just been a really enriching book for me and my faith. Um, excuse me. What? And that kind of goes back to our, our community group gathering we had last night. We talked about how do we kind of erect idols in our own lives Mm -hmm. and essentially it's us because we believe that god's not enough right and and we don't find contentment in him right and so we start looking to other things for our contentment and we find that they are empty they're like baskets with holes right trying to carry water yeah um so anyway this book's been just really refreshing because i mean this was written quite a while ago and it was um (laughs) it's it's asking the questions that i'm like yes (laughs) how was this not asked like i feel in 1967 copyright (laughs) So these questions were are not new, obviously, but it's just refreshing to know that they've been yeah. asked um, and are being answered. Um, the voice in my ear has been oh, a variety of podcasts. You've been putting me in your ears. I have been putting <laughs> me in my ears. I don't know what that means. It's like we put headphones in your ears. That's what I. That's what I. Yes, I you. know. No, I've been I'm joking because that makes you feel weird. So. <laughs> That didn't land well. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. You may want to cut that out. Um, 
Um, I almost never cut it out. You when know you say what? That, I just <laughs> i I've been listening to the same podcast, so I need to branch out a little bit. I'll come next week. I'll come more prepared. Um, and what what is stirring in your heart? I think um, again, going back to this book, is just that these questions of that I feel like we're dealing with today. It's just you know human nature, and I think the human the condition of the human soul is just how is God enough, you know, for us? That how was is... a really good, sorry, I just commandeered your conversation. Right. But the reason why I interrupted is because I've actually been reading through, not a, I've been reading through the Bible, um, like my normal Bible good study for stuff. you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was, I'm, I'm in numbers, right? Which is not like the most riveting stuff, but it is really troubling. I'll, put, I'll give you that. And there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like, what in the world is going on? And so that honestly, I have to trust that God is enough and that his word is sovereign, that it's not, it's not his word that's falling short. It's my understanding that's falling short. Mm-hmm. And there's a few things that happen in numbers that are very like, if you put it against today's cultural backdrop, it's really kind of confusing. Um, but I, I've kind of rested in, um, in God's sovereignty through that. And obviously I'll try to go to the, get to the bottom of it to build faith around it. But it all comes down to like trusting him, finding contentment in him. Mm-hmm. So... All right. So, um, so today, again, we're talking about this idea of conflict and how do we fight well, and namely the concept of fighting naked. So, uh, yeah, you know, one of the things that we realized real early on in our marriage is that uh, regardless of how good our friendship started, there's plenty of time when uh, when it's just we fight. <laughs> right. It's kind of very natural to have, yep. I mean, put two human beings together for any amount of time and they're inevitable inevitably will be conflict. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It goes, it kind of just goes to the territory. Yeah. So, uh, so you I, annoy me. <laughs> oh, you annoy the, the bejesus out of me. <laughs> we laugh, but sometimes it's true. There's little minute things and you're thinking in your head right now about oh, yeah. your spouse and you're saying, Oh yeah. Just a yep, few minutes yep. ago. I was like, God, just stop with what you're doing. <laughs> But was, I didn't say anything. Was I because, eating? Because it's usually when I'm chewing or something. No. I feel like I've mastered that after 15 years, but apparently not. Here's the thing. I have really sensitive ears and you have a really sensitive nose. <laughs> this does not go well for any of us, either of us. Because I, yeah, I always feel really insecure about the, the smells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. All right. You can't chalk it up to just being a man. When I go man. to the gym, you I can't. sweat. <laughs> It's fine. And that produces <laughs> an array of of smells. <laughs> a bouquet, if you will. <laughs> oh gosh. A, bro- a brocade. Is that? Is that... Uh. <laughs> anyway, and then you, you, I, I hear every noise that you make, like it's amplified in my brain, rattling around. Well, my ears have become quite, quite in tune with your <laughs> stomping around <laughs> everywhere. Anyway. Okay, so rain this in. Conflict is inevitable. I yes. think when you put two humans in the same life together, they're going to fight. And but there's but there's it's different layers, clearly though. more than just being annoyed, right? Right, there's, right. And so, go ahead. Oh, there's just I feel like there's just different levels. You know, there's kind of those annoyances and you know bickering and things that you um, you hear and see and experience kind of just in the day to day grind. You're like, Ooh, just kind of nails mm-hmm. on chalkboard. But then there's there's bigger things that um, like conflicts like actual things that were yeah that come from like deep hurts you know like we fight about Either something. we've hurt each other or there's yeah. a deep hurt that's not addressed right and right. it's causing and it's creating a, an actual conflict mm-hmm. that is within your marriage more your than covenant. just an annoyance but like i do not like you 
Right. Like, or I'm not, I'm, I'm hurting a lot right now and I can't function right. how I feel like I probably should because of this hurt, because of this thing that I'm dealing mm-hmm. with, whether maybe it's within family or it's within your marriage relationship or something's going on with your kids or there's just right. stuff that. Or if you said something that like really just destroyed my feelings right? and it was, but it's, <laughs> you laugh. I'm the sensitive well, one. Because our door is not the same. <laughs> Yes. From getting slammed <laughs> because of words that I only put two two pounds of weight in and he put all of the yeah, weight in. Yeah, I've been working in. out and I almost <laughs> broke our door. <laughs> just because he walked out and slammed. Not walked out, out. Just Yeah, I vacated had a the little room. grump fest. <laughs> well, it was well-deserved because you were so mean to me. Yeah, but I didn't. I can't be the, the last straw. That's unfair. Yeah, true. We talked and resolved this. Yes, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're not just faking it I right thought now. We were resolved. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's some stuff that's a deep hurts, and that takes some time to work through. Mm-hmm. It's not just like get over it. It's like right. you need to actually work through it. Right. And I'd say that there's take a... some steps to work through it, and not yeah. just like get yeah. there. Yeah, and we'll talk through each of these, by the way. And then the third one I think that we've identified is core issue disagreements. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have big disagreements on like issues of faith or like how to raise kids or how to like mm-hmm. how to pursue career or how to, you know, live in light of the gospel, mm-hmm. these are core issue things that will cause big rifts in your marriage and that they'll cause kind of um, re- really intense fights mm-hmm. that are like they simmer. Right? Yeah. They're not like explosive, but they're but they're subversive. Right, right. right. So... So yeah, I so think- just to recap, there's three types of kind of fighting layers of fighting well, that, that we've we've experienced. Three that we're going to cover today. To, yeah, yeah. Um, some the first kind of level is kind of surfacey annoyances and bickering, just things that kind of happen in your world, and you know, two two humans being together, um, and then fights and conflicts that stem from from deep wounds and hurts and pain, mm-hmm. um, and then core issue and then core issue disagreements. Yeah, so everything that we talk about here, I think, starts with the big premise. Like, we need to learn, we need to first identify what does God's word say about about conflict, mm-hmm. about reconciliation, about anger, about confessing and apologizing, right. about forgiveness, about listening, about right. speaking. It's, so it's, it's important to know that know how to fight because right. fighting is not just like raging and yelling at each other and like walking away and okay, we blew up, we blew yeah. up. Okay, fine. Now we're back to normal, whatever. Like that's, yeah. I feel like because we're human beings, we're, we're broken. Sin has broken us. We, God's given us like some instruction on how to pursue reconciliation. And again, within our covenant, right. how important that is to be able to know how to fight and how to get to a point of reconciliation for both parties and for Right. And that's one of the, if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about covenant and how mm-hmm. covenant is like the only thing truly strong enough, the only construct strong enough to let love really become love Mm -hmm. and so much of love becoming love is reconciling and working through this stuff together right and so we have kind of five so we could do a whole slug you know a whole series Series. of podcasts (laughs) on what does the bible say about reconciliation confession anger all that kind of stuff instead we've kind of distilled it down into five kind of key themes that we see in scripture this isn't going to be all inclusive Mm -hmm. but just to kind of put milestones in your mind um, those five things that, that we at least want to highlight today are one is the first one I think is most important is that reconciliation is always the goal. Mm-hmm. And there's a verse uh, that we have here. It's Matthew five twenty four, and uh, it's pretty short. It says, leave, uh, leave your gift there before the altar and go first be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. So there's a lot of context there, but just know that the theme in that scripture is that like reconciliation is, is like the first 
step. Mm-hmm. Or it's the first step toward our understanding of knowing God's plan for how to deal with conflict, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the second one, so that's the first one, is reconciliation is the primary goal. The second one is confession and apologizing is necessary. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we, in marriage especially, yeah. You don't actually confess. You don't say, I have sinned against you. I am sorry. Will you please forgive me? Right. And those things are necessary, I think, for really healthy, uh, really healthy conflict resolution and dealing with this stuff in a healthy way. So um, Luke 17, 4, Selena, do you want to read that? And if he sins against you seven times in the day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that we definitely need to go through the formality we're not super formal people, but the formality of saying, I'm sorry that I did this. Will you please forgive me? Because it's hard to even get to that point sometimes for us. And yeah. even for me, I'm, you know, we've all got our issues. Pride well, is definitely one of mine and anger. And when well, it's, I'm not there, it's not, I'm not going to like, you always, I call you on you it. You call me on it. Cause I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm, you're so annoyed right now <laughs> I'm with sorry me. sorry <laughs> that you're an idiot. I'm sorry that not, you got I, offended. I never say <laughs> Well, you don't say that, but you'll say, I know. And you'll you're like, like, that's you're like, fine. Not... I'm sorry. Right. Cause I just want to resolve it and get through it. And, and it's I'm like, like, that's not an apology. That's just words right, to try and like, right. they're not, they're like magic words. Right. Um, and but so they're not cause they don't work. It's not magic. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they don't work right. how I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So making sure that you have that kind of contrite yeah. spirit toward yeah. your spouse. And like truly, I was just yesterday, I was being, I was being short with you in the car and I was just like, I had to stop. And be like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I know I, you said it like a few times, but I was just like, I don't like, feel like you mean it right now. So. <laughs> and I looked at you. I was like, no, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it took a, took a few to convince you yep. um, because I didn't want that little short riff to become like a big, like now our day is, yeah. is tainted. Right. Um, okay. So that's the second one is confession and apologizing are necessary. Uh, the third one. Um, Selena, why don't you read this one? <laughs> why? Because I'm angry. No. <laughs> yes, you just... Yeah. Anger, <laughs> number three, is anger is a natural... Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> anger is natural, but it's not justification for wrong behavior. Um, Ephesians 4, 26 yeah. reads... <clears throat> oh. I haven't memorized this part. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Um, again, there's more context to this. We just are grabbing this short right. verse out to be able to illustrate that, like... You, we are going to get angry. That is a part of our makeup. I mean, even God has anger. But there's what's the other verse that is um, anger does not produce the righteousness of God. Ma- human, what is it? Man's anger does not produce the righteousness of God. So there is, I think God does outline, you know, righteous anger. But just us, sure, yeah. us being angry is for you know certain reasons is not justification for us to be able to like say yeah. whatever we want, act however we want. Yes. Yes. Anger. Th- there's different types. Right. Right. And so there's like self-righteous anger and then there's God and then there's righteous anger. Right. So there's anger against sin because it has caused this problem and I'm angry against it. And mm-hmm. I want to, I want, I want to rid our lives of that sin right. by confessing, by reconciling. And there's also self-righteous anger. Like, how dare you do this to me? You son of a beep beep thing. And it turns into this big, like, like I'm, I'm now right. morally ahead of you and you have sinned against me. So I'm, I can hold this over your head and be angry. Right. And that's not the kind of, the kind of anger that I think God is. No. Allow, he wants us to really stew in. Right? right. I think anger is natural, but it is not justification for wrong behavior. Mm-hmm. Again, the, one of the verses people talk about is, is don't let the sun set on your anger. Um, that That's a really nuanced verse and there's a lot going on there. It's not just about like reconciling before. Um, before you go to sleep, I think that's probably part of it. Uh, we do endorse that, um, <laughs> but there's more to it than that. So just for now, just know that if you're feeling anger, 
that's one thing, but it's how you act on it that I think is, is more important in this context. Right. And it's more important to God of how we respond. Yeah. He's interested in our response. So that's the third one is anger is natural. It's not justification for wrong behavior. The, the fourth one is... Listen um, first. Speak maybe. Always be patient. I find it ironic that you, <laughs> I know. you interrupted me on that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, listen first, speak, maybe always be patient. Um, just know that, yeah, the whole two years, one mouth thing, uh, that you only <laughs> had, uh, it, it's okay to just like process. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to have a reaction mm -hmm. or, or, or have some sort of comeback. Uh, you can just listen. Uh, the fourth one, the fourth big premise about what the Bible says is that forgiveness is a must. It's not an option. It's something that we need to, to actually be, uh, strive for. Uh, Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing with one another, and if... Sorry, bearing with one another, and if one is a complaint against the other, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Mm -hmm. It's not... So you also should forgive, mm -hmm. or you also might consider forgiving. Right. You must forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. Um, so that that's important for us to realize. I think that's, again, um, so much of dealing with conflict and dealing with things like this comes from our perspective of who God is, who we are as sinners, but also people being redeemed, right? And people mm -hmm. being uh, brought back to him and how our love for each other is, is in a lot of ways, a reflection mm -hmm. and how, what, what our love for each other can be is a reflection for how he loves us, you know, mm -hmm. how he's forgiven us. Now I can forgive you. Right. You can forgive me. Right. Because we don't hold any moral high ground. Right. Right. We are both Sinners saved by grace. Absolutely. And we have this covenant that's allowing us to, to really fulfill the love right. that we're called to live. And I feel like, you know, the covenant is kind of like the, the bumpers on the, the whole bowling alley thing. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. we, we talked about, I think it was last week talking about, or it was a couple of weeks ago, the podcast of, you know, like I'm fall, I'm in love with, or I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And we discussed, you know, right. what is, what is love? And we, you know, a lot of times culture says God is love and love is God, but that's a false um, right. a false phrase to say. And so talking about the way of love, like love is not, you, you, we say, choose love and you'll, you'll have it. Like love is not something that like happens to you. It's, it's, it's a verb. It's an action. Right. It's something that you, you do and experience. And so learning the way of love often is, is littered with these stones of conflict along the way. Yeah, like learning how to fight well, yes. fight for each other. Well, fight against each other. Well, <laughs> yes. but like shoulder to shoulder, each other not well. face to face. So right. Much. Right. And yeah. so, yeah. And again, that's why covenant is so important. It, it, it holds, it's, it has the strength to hold, you know, this, this path and this, this way of learning how to love mm -hmm. each other, learning how to walk through these, um, the conflict and learn how to reconcile with yeah. each other, understand each other's, you know, triggers and how to respond and that kind of thing. Yeah. So those, so we, we, I think if you, if you're listening to this and you want some real tangible things, those five things that the Bible kind of the thematic uh, ways to handle conflict from the Bible um, are a good place to start. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're on the same page with your right. spouse on that. Right. Um, but then know, like know the arena you're stepping into when mm -hmm. you're getting ready to fight and you feel the, that tension rising and you feel that, that you're having a conflict. Mm -hmm. Identify what's at stake, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's an annoyance thing, if it's a bickering thing, like be fast to forgive, mm -hmm. like quick to, qu we always say quick to apologize, fast to forgive. Mm -hmm. And I, that is just like fight fast mm -hmm. and, and, and when you can. Um, so a few things to understand about annoyances <clears throat> and bickering. Um, they're never deal breakers, mm -hmm. right? They can always be worked out, worked around uh, and you can choose. I think that's the, the big thing we need to recognize. Right. You choose your battles. Right. Like I was just being kind of a jerk to you in the car yesterday. Kind of. 
because I was just not feeling well <laughs> and I was annoyed with something else. Right. And I was just like, you know, I'm not, I need to just die on this hill. <laughs> this I, is the hill. I, I can die it's on this one. to die. <laughs> I can let Selena have this one. I seem to eat humble pie and just apologize. Well, for I wasn't even jerk. wanting to have anything. I just... Well, I just knew that it was going to I wanted you yeah. to be my husband. <laughs> yeah. Be nice to me. Uh, timing and tone are everything. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's what I learned. I, I failed that. Um, thick skin is another one. It makes It makes these conflicts go away. Like, have thick skin. Learn how to be... Right. Uh, an adult. And not unfeeling about things, but yeah, not, not being not being cold and on the other side of the spectrum, not being overly sensitive and reading into something that isn't there. Again, these are this is that first layer of yeah. kind of fighting, like where conflict um, originates. So these are like annoyances and bickering. It, you know, just if it right. if it really annoys you, you know, it's got to be something you work on. Like when we first met, Ryan did not like how I chewed food. And 15 years later, we have overcome this, I believe, on most occasions, <laughs> unless it's really good food and, and I'm really hungry else. and I'm thinking about something else and he just has to wear earplugs or something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just get up and uh, off the, uh, out of, off like, or he, <laughs> he goes like, and turns music on is what happens. <laughs> that's, what happens. that's what happens. And so, anytime I turn music on, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you too can overcome uh, the loudness of chewing. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of have to like pick your battle. Thick yeah, skin have and, some thick skin. And, and so grace, I think, is what we mean by that. Right, like cut right. each other some slack. Right. Sometimes just let it go. Get over it. Yeah. Um, not really worth it. Not worth the health of your marriage. Because right. the problem is if you let that stuff, it's like a pebble in your shoe. Yeah. Right? If you leave it in there long enough, right. it's going to like cause a, a blister. It's going to cause a lot of pain. Eventually, it'll right. cause a fracture. It'll right. break the, so you need to really just kind of let it go. Yeah. Well, and I think the other side of that is you need to determine. So if you are... If something is really like getting to you, which kind of leads into that second layer of fighting, um, what what is the real issue? What's really going on here? Like, are you really upset about right. like the fact? Because a lot of times, if if I'm <laughs> chewing loud and I am thinking about something else, that frustrates you because you're like, I just wanted to like talk to you about this or something, or there was something that you wanted to say, or I wasn't paying attention and there, I just wasn't involved, and that is a deeper hurt to you. Well. To be because. candid, it feels here, here's what I think gets to my 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 gets <laughs> grinds my gears. There it is. <laughs> uh, what gets to me is I feel like it's almost like you're being very inconsiderate, and so and and like how well, can I'm you being, not be aware? You're I'm, being you're not I'm aware of it. Being That's oblivious, and I'm not meaning to. And I take that in my if, defense. <laughs> if I let myself, right, and, and I have to learn to just cover it with grace and not be a total jerk about it. But if, but I start to feel like it's very inconsiderate. Like, right. how could you just it's be so, it's you easy. know, that frustrates me. It's Why easy. would you do this to me? But it's like, I'm completely unaware of it. Right. I'm thinking about, wow, my husband is just such a great guy and he just loves me so well. He just smells so great. And then he just turns music on and I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Uh, so, but there are things that come from like, uh, so deep hurts would yeah. be something. So again, we want to, we don't want to just joke through this whole thing, but there are times when, uh, you know, like say, okay, so you have a big um, conflict around your intimate life, right? It's you're, somehow you're not meeting each other's expectations. Mm. Um, one spouse isn't as like ready, willing, and able mm -hmm. to engage in like sexual intimacy. And the other has this greater drive for it. Um, well, maybe that's coming from a place where, you know, that there's some hurt there. Mm -hmm. Some past sexual experience or abuse or mm -hmm. uh, some sort of you know trauma mm -hmm. around that, and that hasn't been dealt with. Yeah, um, even, yeah, even some fear. Um, yeah, of and fear of like I guess maybe some fear of failure, like not knowing how to navigate that, like the 
Right. Like having sex. Maybe you haven't had sex in a long time. And it's like, okay, how do we come back to this? Like, I feel like we've gotten so far yeah. away from each other and it requires so much like vulnerability. So how, you know, there's, that's, it's, it's a fearful thing and you just don't want to get hurt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, friends in our life that, um, you know, and obviously they're anonymous for this, but, uh, it's like, they are just now realizing that there is some real deep mm-hmm. hurt there that mm-hmm. no, that they hadn't been, that hadn't been dealt with. Mm-hmm. And it was manifesting itself in behavior mm-hmm. that was very damaging to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it took counseling, it took pastoral care, mm-hmm. it took mentoring mm-hmm. it, to finally like say, wow, this is very real. Mm-hmm. It's affecting us in this way that we never saw. Right. And now you can actually deal with it. Right. right. You can actually start reconciling. And I think um, that's, so when you talk about fights that stem from <clears throat> deep hurts, there's a few important, mm-hmm. I think, things to, to, I think, as you approach it through three, a few important objectives, right? Mm -hmm. So the first one is to seek wholeness and reconciliation, not just simply to vent your hurt. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes we can lash out Mm -hmm. and you're just like trying to just to feel better. So you just lash out in a way Mm -hmm. that you don't, you're just trying and you don't care how it makes your, your spouse feel. Right. Um, that can cause a lot of problems. Um, the second big way through it is, is to just talk. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, commit to talking through it, seek to hear even what's not being said. I think that's really challenging for that's guys. Hard. I feel like that's hard for girls. Cause sometimes I feel like I can girls, women, wives. It's hard for me. I, I tend to read into things, right? So there's mm-hmm. hearing what's not being said, but also reading into things. <laughs> I think right. there's two different, you're hearing the wrong things that aren't being said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why you have to, I think really start with that premise is like, we want reconciliation. I'm right. trying to be understood. I'm trying to understand right. you. Right not just jump to conclusions. Yeah. And one of these, one of the caveats I'd like to put out there too, um, that Ryan and I both stand true and stand by is that, um, a lot, I feel like deep hurts need, um, often need professional help Mm -hmm. and it's not something, you know, we're giving you things that we've walked through and that have helped us, but we don't know every single hurt out there. We don't know the depth of hurt or the, the complexity of hurt. And so if you're trying to apply some of these things and you, you're like, these are just not working. I mean, I don't think they should. And I'm glad they're not working because you probably need to take a few different steps in in terms of finding reconciliation for you and for your marriage. Yeah. And it's definitely worth the investment. Don't, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times your church will help with counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're part of a church body, they will either counsel you or they will subsidize your counseling. Um, that's a, don't let the financial aspect of getting counseling stop you from getting it and get gospel centered counseling, not just pop psychological, you know, you know, breathe heavy and like (laughs) to deal with your anger. Like some of that stuff works, but always it it only works in light of the gospel. Truly. Absolutely. So yeah, that's a huge caveat and very important. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. Um, Another big one is, uh, what are you going to say? Oh, no, I'm just going to kind of recap. So going into this, okay. dealing with deeper hurts and fighting through deeper hurts, we want to first see coolness and reconciliation above all. Don't simply just vent our hurts. Talk. We want to keep talking through everything. Um, and then don't sin in your anger. So I, I have an example of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dokie. So when we first started this podcast, my grandpa had just passed away mm-hmm. and, um, he was 90, like 92. I was like 94. He, he had was, a long he life. He was at that point where it didn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> and he had He'd a long, say full that. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was a character. And I was up here and working on something and you were talking to me and I remember that and I was getting really emotional mm-hmm. and, and he, I was like starting to cry. 
And I like, I felt like I was about to cry. I wasn't actually doing it. And, uh, you were like, stop watching the video. Cause I was editing this video. Oh. For- <laughs> I was editing this video for his memorial right, service. Right. And, uh, and you're like, well, stop listening to the song. Stop watching the video. And I was just like, leave me alone. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. And that was, I think, you know, obviously it's, a, we're laughing it's about it sweet, now. And it's good for you to but feel those things. Really yeah. deep hurt there. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I was mourning. So it wasn't yeah. like you had sinned against me, but I was just feeling pain. Right. Right. And so it, it created this like division between us. Mm-hmm. And I we had to kind of step away, step back from that. And I had to come to you and say, hey, here's actually what I'm dealing with. This mm-hmm. is why I feel that way. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I think the last one is going to be uh, um, the type of fight that you can deal with is core issue disagreements. Mm-hmm. And so this is things like, you know, um, if, if you don't even like hold the same belief system. Right. We get a lot of questions yeah. about like, he won't go to church with me or she won't. Well, it's mostly he. I'm sorry. A lot of the ones I read from Pierce Wise probably is like, he won't read a book with me or he won't engage with me. Like, we're struggling to be intimate, let alone have like good conversations. I would love to see the data on this, but just empirically in our our experience, it's been uh, men are are less likely to really engage in in the gospel, Mm -hmm. right? And it's tragic. And, And I know I'm just saying that off the cuff. I don't know the data, but there's, yeah. That's a sidebar, but there's a lot of times that creates these core issue disagreements. Mm-hmm. It in stems a from that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It stems down into that. And there's definitely cases where the wife is the one that's that's got kind of right. the harder, absolutely, approach to it. Um, so yeah, how do we, you know, it, I think identifying those are huge, and the only way to really get through those is, you know, if it's a core issue that you can, if you can compromise on, then mm-hmm. compromise. That's mm-hmm. okay. So a, a big this we talked about faith, and um, we're going to change gears a little bit here. But if like, if you've got strategies for saving money, mm-hmm. right, where one person grew up with more than they needed, the other person grew up with scarcity, one wants to hoard the money because of their mm-hmm. childhood, the other is like wants to spend a lot more. Mm-hmm. And that creates these like, you're not dealing with our money right. And then mm-hmm. we have all these problems. Well, it's time to find a compromise. Right. That's okay. Right. It's a core issue because it's an important issue to your marriage. Right. It will continue to eat away if you don't deal with it well and i think that's a good exercise of not just dealing with it but going going to the bible and going to the word and finding out again like writing out your family vision and what is a strategy that you're going to have for saving money right. what it, what does that look like and why does it look like that it's super important to to go through that exercise and for yeah. us to just say just go go do it it's like i i, <clears throat> I don't want to overlook the the experience and the steps needed to take yeah to get there. Yeah. And we do have another podcast on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about finances. Um, we'll probably do more in the future. Another, yeah. another core issue disagreement. That's, that's not mm-hmm. as major would be like where you go to church, right? One of you might have a, have a preference on, you mean major is in like th- belief differences. Yeah. So a major one would be, would be like, do you actually believe that Jesus was a real person and right. actually lived a perfect life? Okay. So this is and like was, a and rose again. That's a huge core issue. Right. If one of you believes that and is, is saved and right. the other is not. Okay. I just want to clarify. That's going to create huge problems. Okay. Now, in that, since we already were there, yep. you can't really change someone's heart. So mm-hmm. the only thing you can do, people love having, like, here's what to do, right. is pray and right. trust right. and love your spouse right. as Christ would have Be you. Be faithful to God's word yep. and let God do the growing yep. and the changing and only things that he can do. And we have testimony after testimony after testimony where a spouse has stood right. by their unbelieving spouse. husband or wife, yeah. and they've seen God do something miraculous. We've seen that. Right. It seems like in the last year, more than I feel like I, more than yeah, yeah. And frankly, it is it is a miracle. Right. 
There's it really no, is. It no really explanation is. for yeah. it. And so you just have to stand and believe. And that's not easy when you're going through it. But right. All glory goes to God. Well, and so getting back to the one that you mentioned. So it's kind of like a, a, a sub point of a core issue, like a sub core issue is like going to church. Yeah. Like, well, I like this worship and you don't, I, I prefer, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And you don't, I think that's, that's just an area where you can compromise mm-hmm. and really serve each other. Mm-hmm. And a, a career choice would be another one mm-hmm. where, you know, you have to figure out compromise. There's theologically turn, uh, theologically charged issues mm-hmm. that are non-essential, um, where you can actually talk through those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know compliment, complementarianism is mm-hmm. a huge one that is honestly like, there's a pretty Right. Big divide right. in the church on that. Right. And it's not a big, it's not like a salvation issue. It's not, it's a polity issue, it's, right. it, but it's not like, it's not something to lose your marriage over. <laughs> so deal like, like compromise and just learn to disagree if you can't find right. it. So, um, we never actually talked about fighting naked. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Just, just warming up. Okay. Well, we're, no. we're running a little bit late. <laughs> I but, know. Um, so. <clears throat> We mean, we mean when we say fight naked, Yeah, we're saying you can do it literally, but also figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, what, the, <laughs> are you going to jump into the couple's challenge real quick? Yeah. What you said? Well, well, let's we'll, first, we'll back up. We'll yeah. Back so up. fighting naked, you guys, <laughs> as we talked about these different types of fights, kind of the premises before you get into a, an argument, mm-hmm. but how do you actually like engage in this process in a way that's helpful? Right. We use this idea of fighting naked and it is funny if you think about literally fighting naked, <laughs> that's the couple's challenge is try that. Next time you get in a fight, just one of you start stripping. <laughs> Taking Go, clothes off. Don't do it in public, right? <laughs> you got to be in your house. Right. <laughs> just the two of you. Um, and it's, it's almost impossible to keep fighting when that happens. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's the literal interpretation. The, the figurative or the metaphorical is that when you're naked with each other, and you're, when you're emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. and you're like, and you're committed to each other in mm-hmm. that way. In that covenant in arena. That covenant, yeah. You're not bringing armor to the battle. Right. You're saying like, here I am. And you, and, and you're, <laughs> you're thinking of the office <laughs> quote, know, aren't you? I know, I'm sorry. Little Tim Meadows. Yeah. I'll leave it, th- leave it at that. But you're saying, this, here we are, we're just open and exposed. Right. But also, this is what I love, is that when you're naked, headed into battle, you you can't carry any weapons with you. Right. right? You're not going right. to fight dirty. Right. You're not going to say, you're just like your mother, or you're just like your your dad, or yeah. you, you always do this. You always, those you are never like, do that. that's not fighting right. fair. Right, right. Um, and it's so, not fighting well either. Yeah. Those are just, yeah. that's just wounds. It's lazy it's just wounding. fighting. Yeah. yeah. So when you're fighting with, you know, love as your backdrop, covenant as like your boundaries, yeah. um, you know, you're trying to Reconcile. seek reconciliation. Yeah. That is our number one goal, essentially. You know, I mean, because if you look at Christ, I mean, what did he do for us? He reconciled us back right. to God. Yeah. He brought, he made the way for reconciliation. Preach it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, <laughs> you know, just bringing <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's good stuff. So hopefully you found something useful. Yeah. Uh, for the couple's challenge, uh, we talked about just, we dared you to fight naked. <laughs> Next time you fight, just think of this. Yeah, but I. Seriously, uh, if that happens, write in, go to our website <laughs> and tell us what happened. <laughs> But no, I think that there, you should have some conversation with that challenge. Um, set, set aside some intentional time and, and think about, you know, how, how do you guys fight? I mean, if you're new to marriage and fighting is kind of a new thing for your relationship, uh, maybe start looking at some patterns. Um, if you're very, been married for a longer time, you probably know each other's sort of triggers, you know, how, what to say, when to say it, and you know how to say it. But look at, okay, 
what is is this healthy in, in the way that we are choosing yeah. to try to reconcile? Are we even trying to reconcile? Or are we just fighting and duking it yeah. out because we're pissed off about something? Ooh, you, know? you used the oh, P word. Sorry. <laughs> but you're mad about you're something. Irritated. Mad about something. Um, yeah. And how are you, how can we respond better and not just react flippantly? Yeah. But how has, if there is an area that keeps digging at us and digging at us, how, how are we, are we asking God to help us? Are we crying out to him to help us, to help him change, God, change my heart, change. Why do I feel this way? Why is this irritating me? Please like yeah. help clarify my mind and my heart to understand the depth of this hurt that I'm dealing with. It's a long challenge. Sorry. <laughs> Dig deep, people. I don't, I go for it. We already did it. the preaching part. This I is the... <laughs> know, man. You get, you're just, just getting started. Just, that freight train is yep, not stopping. The challenge, man. I'm All not, right. you got to be strong to keep up. So yeah. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not, a strong that's against, woman, people. She's a strong woman. <laughs> anyway, hey, so we have a book. We have actually a free gift we want to give you. Um, it's called Five Habits of a Healthy Marriage. It's an ebook, and it's yours to have for free. Um, it's based on one of our more popular blog posts. We kind of blew it out and added some uh, different application steps and things like that. If you want that, it's yours. Just go to fivehabits.us. US. That's fivehabits.us. Uh, you can enter your email there, download it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that blesses you. I think we have a, we have a really cool question from from a listener. Her name is Anna. We're going to hold that off until next week. Ooh, I think because okay. we are we are, we're going long. Yep. Um, so we'll hold it off for next week. Um, but until then, we wanted to remind you, if you've enjoyed this, you've got something out of it, it would mean a ton to us if you would take a few moments to uh, rate, review, and subscribe. So a rating would be like, uh, obviously, telling out of five stars, what do you give us? You know what we want to say, but we're not going to lead you. <laughs> Just say what you want to say. Uh, but also, say what uh, you need to say. leave a review. That helps people like... That helps people know what they're it getting does. into. I really look at reviews. I look, I look at this too. Um, it also subscribes so you don't miss any of these episodes. We really appreciate uh, you giving us your time. Yes. And we hope to get better every week. If you haven't enjoyed this and you're still listening, Come cheers to you year. for sticking no. around. <laughs> but uh, give us a few weeks for getting better by the week. Uh, we hope we've earned it. By God's grace. Yeah, by, we think we are anyway. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way to tell. There's no way. Um, but other than that, let's, uh, Selena, if you could, let's, if you could pray us out, um, as we, this is a tender topic for many. It really is. Um, yeah. God, thank you so much, um, that you sent your son and Jesus, thank you for coming and reconciling us back to our father. Thank you for the idea of reconciliation, God, the arena of covenant and the backdrop of love. I pray that each of those would be strong and knowledgeable and penetrating for all of us in the way we fight, in the way we deal Mm. with each other, um, that they would be undeniable, God, and that we could not ignore those factors and that we would understand them more deeply and that we would cling to them more more strongly. Uh, Mm. Thank you, God, for your love, for your reconciliation for each of us. I pray that the marriages that are struggling with deep wounds and deep hurts, God, that you would um, help them to take the steps that they need to Give them wisdom and clarity on what steps need to be taken. Mm -hmm. And I pray that you would be their confidence, assurance, and courage um, as they take those steps, Lord. Um, Help us to love each other well. Thank you for being the example of love for us, Jesus. We love you, and we are so grateful that you chose to come and reconcile us back. In your Mm. name, amen. 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 All right, everyone. Thank you so much again for listening. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope it's blessed you. And uh, we will see you in about seven days. And this episode is... In the can. All right, guys. Until next time, stay fierce.
Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.